Alright, um, so how is this is gonna go? I'm gonna do a brief intro by myself. Okay. And then I'll bring you on. Okay. And then we'll just have a conversation. Howdy, listeners. It's me, Henry. But wait, there's no John here. No, John is a loser and also not here. But there is a WHJ here. It stands for Jamie. That's me. <laughs> Who just took it upon herself to introduce herself. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna. <laughs> I, I, I literally walked you through what I was going to do. We can start over. No, it's okay. Every oh. there are no there are no there are no double takes. I already messed up your beautiful podcast. It's fine. It's fine. All right, so we're gonna have Jamie here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie and I are gonna talk about things. Hey, that's the show where we talk about things. This is a less than zero number two. Dos. Play the intro music. Oh god. This is a less than zero. That means, you know, John's not here. It's just me, Henry. But I've got another J. I've got Jamie to fill his place. Whoop, whoop. I don't know. We're going to talk about stuff. Yeah. Yes, we are. Because I came not prepared. I also am not prepared, but that that's fine because that's <laughs> kind of a theme of everything. Yeah. So, Jamie. Yes? Uh, we've been living together for about a week now. Oh. <gasps> We have? We have. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've noticed. My stuff is in your closet. Oh, yeah. The TV is now twice as big. I don't know if you noticed that. That was a bit of magic, yes. And uh, there's a box in your closet, a TV box. I put that there. You did? Mm-hmm. We found out what to do with that TV box, listeners. I know. You guys were on edge since last week. Well, it was a very important burning question in the front of everyone's minds. The answer is... Jamie was smart and decided to hide it away where no one would ever find it, and there was no evidence of a sharp TV box. Yep. That way, the sharp TV, we could throw it, and no one would know it's sharp until it hit them and decapitated them. Right. Or we just use it as a TV. Oh. I mean... That's lamer. It's a nice TV, I'm not I'm just saying. You want to throw it at people and decapitate them with if, its sharp edges? If there is an intruder, the yeah. door is very close to where the TV is located. Yeah, okay. It makes logical sense. It's very heavy and large and sharp. No, that makes sense. It's, it sounded like you wanted to do this to random people. Oh, no, not my friends. Yeah, that's... I like those people. It sounded like that for a second, but you just meant if there's an intruder, we'll mm -hmm. just be like, hey, uh, think fast and then decapitate them with our sharp TV. Like a guillotine, and, but and, modern. And they wouldn't be warned because there's no box from visible from the door warning them that the TV is sharp. Yep. Alright, so, yeah, one mystery has been solved. You're welcome. What other mysteries do we have today? Uh... Oh, I, oh I, back to my <laughs> original <laughs> yeah, no. line. Oh. I actually had a line of thought here. Oh, you did? Um, how, how have I been doing as a roommate person? You're pretty great. I'm pretty great? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, I come home, and then you're like, welcome home, which is really nice, because I didn't have nobody to say that for me before. And then you give me a hug, and you're warm, which is also nice, because I'm very cold. Okay. And then you cook me dinner. All right. Very fancy. So I'm doing great, y'all. He's great, y'all. <laughs> I'm doing good at the roommate thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Jamie is my girlfriend. Hi. Oh, yes. Very important <laughs> piece of info for you. I like this man. I forgot to, I forgot to to include that in her introduction. Eh, it's not that important. Is, is it not? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt. I'm you... a person. I exist as a person outside the identity of girlfriend. I doubt you would want me to introduce you as roommate to people, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not as fancy. Yeah, no. 
I'm not gonna do that. Plus, I don't think you have you ever mentioned my name on the podcast before, or have nope. you just said my girlfriend? I've just said my girlfriend to protect your privacy. <gasps> hey, guess what, guys? That's another mystery. We just solved it. Yeah, this is my name <laughs> and me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, official mystery solved. <laughs> Henry's girlfriend's name is Jamie. I know that's really been, you know, people have been dying to uh, know that. They really have. I mean, you've mentioned me so many times. Have I? I don't know. I wasn't counting. Okay. So wait, you listen? 27. 27? That is a not exact number. <laughs> so you listen to the show? I do, yes. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, I put it on when I'm at work, and I'm doing mindless AutoCAD things and just drawing stuff on the computer for things in my buildings in my job. And it's good. And it also is another source of entertainment when I have to try to not laugh out loud in the middle of the open office because you guys don't know what a doorway is, I, and you think it is called a door hole. That's, it's the hole where the door goes. <laughs> it's called a doorway. I'm sorry, I don't see a way. I see, I'm looking uh, at two door holes right now. Ugh, no, but see, okay, look, there is a way through the wall. Okay, so it's a wallway. Okay, okay, think about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a way through the wall. Oh, my word. But it, it, it's where the, don't question me, Henry, I'm an interior designer. Oh, I was about to ask. Ugh. Because, uh, I know these things. You mentioned your work. I was going to... A natural follow-up question is, well, what do you do? I am an interior design team member for an architecture firm. All right. Yep. I knew that. Okay. Well, well, why'd you ask me that? Oh, because that's what people do in interviews. I'm interviewing uh, you. Oh, did I forget to mention I'm interviewing did. you? I'm like... He's like, here, sit in front of this microphone. We're going to talk. I'm like, okay, yes, that sounds good. I I'm being like, interviewed like a fancy person. Like a fancy person, okay. yes. All right, so who are you wearing tonight? I am wearing <laughs> fuzzy fuzzy pajamas plus fuzzy socks because I'm a cold person. I've already said that. Yes. You keep mentioning how cold you are. I'm just always cold. Are you talking about attitude? or No. <laughs> I hope not. Wait, do you think I'm cold? I've never thought you were cold. Okay, good. That's good. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Okay. Because it's fun. <laughs> Why are you stretching out your okay? I don't know. All right. For fun. So in the past week, we, we, we went to a tapas restaurant. <gasps> Fancy tapas place, yes. Yeah, I tried tapas for the first time, guys. Wait, that was your first time having tapas? That was my first time having tapas. And a tapas... Wait, wait. <laughs> a tapa, not... Okay, just one. Ta a <laughs> Can you have just one tapa? Uh, I have not seen it done. I think you would be very hungry if you had just a single tapa. That's why they say tapas. I mean, they expect you to order more than one. And, and to, to share amongst the table. So you need friends to enjoy tapas. Yes, you need friends to enjoy tapas. I, there is an S at the end of that word, not a Z. I'm sorry, I'm just mimicking what you were doing. I was... okay. Anyway, okay, point... Uh, we point. had Brussels sprouts covered in, like, some weird peanut butter peanut sauce. Butter sauce. They were the most amazing Brussels sprouts I've ever had. They and were, if I could uh, figure out how to make them, I would make all my Brussels sprouts like that. They were okay, but it's just... Oh, I don't know. So they were okay, I don't know. I've, I've eaten a lot of green things since I've moved in with you. Hey, magic. Like, Everything's green. I never had cucumbers before that <gasps> salad. What? I've never had cucumbers. I, I thought they were just, like, related to the pickle that I don't like. Raw pickles. I also hate pickles. We have this in common. But cucumbers are not pickles. They are the pickle before the pickle was ruined into a pickle. It all tastes like green stuff to me. I don't know. They're, but they're different green stuff. Henry, I'm going to cook broccoli for you next. That's going to be another green thing. I had broccoli at your aunt and uncle's place. Oh, hey, that's right. And it was, I don't know, I swallowed it. What? It, broccoli is so good. How is it good? It's like uh, bland and tasteless. It's just, what? ugh. Oh, you didn't put salt and pepper on it then. Why would I put salt and pepper on it? Because Aunt Lynn said, as she handed it to you, I didn't cook this with anything. Put the seasonings on, on the table. If it was meant to, to be eaten with salt and pepper, then it would be cooked with salt and pepper. My uncle can't have salt. Well, that's a good reason to not do that. Yeah. However, okay, look. when you cook broccoli for me, you put salt and pepper I on do. it. I do. That's what I was just going to tell you. I'm like, when I cook things, when I cook the vegetables, I put salt and pepper on it because I have a friend that I know through my workout group who is a professional chef. And she said, 
that her secret to cooking vegetables is salt and pepper. And that's the only thing she puts on them. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, these vegetables are so amazing. You're so good. And she's like, it's salt and pepper. Because vegetables have a really nice inherent flavor. There's tons of vegetables and they all have their own distinct flavor. And that's just the way to bring it out. Salt and pepper is this strange combination that amplifies the right inherent flavors that already exist. And that's why they're a staple of the food table. That's interesting, but staple I... Staple of the table. I do have a follow-up question. Oh. Do you feel okay just giving out a professional chef's secrets like that to millions of listeners? Yeah, I mean, she gave it to me. You were one person. What? She... What? Uh, sure. I don't know. Trade secret, guys. Salt and pepper your veggies, and people gonna love them. People gonna love them. People gonna love them. Which, you know, you're already fulfilling kind of the zero credits thing, is we teach people. Yay, look at me teaching stuff I don't know about. Usually usually we teach people to look things up themselves, but in this case eh. you actually handed out a lesson. Look at that. I am more than zero in this case. Um, lessons. <laughs> that's not how it works. Oh, I mean, you actually, you're, you're doing better than both John and I. You're, you're, or at least. Blasphemy. Mainly just me. Okay. You're employed in your field. You're, 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 you know, you've got credentials. You've got training and specialized knowledge. You could talk on a subject and, and be backed up. John could too, with finance. Eh, it's not fun. I know. That's why we just ignore it. <laughs> Wait, I mean, not just finance is not fun, but like no, talking about a field that you are actually knowledgeable in. Well, that's what that's that's what podcasts do. That's what other people do. Yeah, but not they make money. Us. Oh well. <laughs> let's get some real knowledge real quick. Right. All right. So we watched a movie together. Oh my gosh! Did we watch a movie? We wait, 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 Henry! I've always wanted to ask you this. What did you watch? Oh. <laughs> well, in this case, it's what did we watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we watched it yeah, together. That's true. So we were looking at Netflix. We were. And uh, we were we were looking for something that neither of us had seen. Yep. And we stumbled upon Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. It, we didn't stumble. I mean, it was on my list already. But... Oh, was that from your list? Yeah. Oh, I thought I, we just came across <laughs> it. I'm very good at making you think things. All right. Well, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Glossing over that. So, we watched this movie, Goodwill Hunting, mm. uh, written and starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Matt and Ben, at it again. This is where they got their start. Oh, at it for the first time. It doesn't rhyme. It's not as good. <laughs> it's not. Dang it. Um, you had another title for this movie, didn't you? <laughs> oh, um, my title was Robin Williams Comes In and Makes the Whole Movie Worth Watching. Right. Because, honestly, when it started, I'm like, Henry, we're going to have to turn this off because I can't handle it. The, it, was, it was bad. The first 30 minutes or so are just random jump cuts of, you know, Matt Damon's character, Will Hunting. Which is makes for a great title. Sure. Good Will Hunting, not and, bad. Uh, it's Will Hunting going around with all of his friends whose other whose names I, I did not pick up on. I think one of them's name is Morgan. Plus Casey Affleck. I think that's Morgan. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's just like, it's just, it feels very disjointed. It feels mm -hmm. very flat, you know, just abrupt cuts with no exposition. Yep. And it, Jamie's right. It isn't until Robin Williams comes on and like gives, just acts circles around everyone else in the movie. Yep. Including Skarsgård. Yep. Still in Skarsgård. Including that guy. And he, it's... He, he was awful. I mean, his character was awful. Yeah, he, I hated that guy. He was a bad character. Yeah. But uh But Robin Williams showed up and of course he's amazing. By just by his mere presence, all of the other things in the movie became better. All of their acting got better, their monologues were better. Well, it was later in the movie, so it probably was progressing toward that point. But then the action became more interesting. The comp the cuts in the movie Would they were better. They, yeah, they weren't as disjointed. It's right. like suddenly the movie found itself mm -hmm. in a plot that it kind of tripped into. Through the magic of Robin Williams. And maybe that's kind of, maybe it's supposed to be like that because it's like, okay, Will is accidentally found out by these professors. And so maybe it's like, oh, the movie accidentally found itself in a plot. Nah. But that's too clever, I right? Think, I think you're putting too much into it. I mean, I don't know. We got to read like 
The trivia notes. The trivia notes? You know, that section in IMDb when you look it up because you're like, I know that guy's face, but I don't know where from and I got to know it or my brain's going to explode. And then at the bottom of the cast list, there's there's quotes from the movie, which you skip because they're always misquoted. And then there's trivia and there's notes in there. Trivia notes. All right. So you're saying like the real (laughs) meaning of of the movie? Yes. It's found in the trivia notes. That is correct. I always look there for fun stuff, because I like knowing... Seriously, I like knowing tidbits about movies and films and stuff. Like, for instance, one of my very favorite movies, which is Pride and Prejudice, uh, the 2005 version with Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden. All of the sisters, the, the women who play all of the Bennett sisters, got together for two days before filming started, and they played sardines in the house that was supposed to be their house on set. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so they bonded and learned the house really well, as they would have if they had actually lived there. And plus, it's a fun story. And tidbit. Yay. Trivia yeah. notes. Tri- trivia notes. That That's where the movie is. Yeah. And I bet if we looked it up, it would say, and I quote, This movie sucks until Robin Williams arrives, and that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Yep. Let's just talk about the title. Yes. Good Will Hunting. It's like, what if his name was something else? What if his name, what if... Yeah, yeah, let's take a second. Let's let's pretend we don't know the character's name is Will Hunting. Yeah. And you just heard Good Will Hunting. What would you think? The first thing that you would think when you heard... Goodwill hunting. I think, like, you're looking for something in the world that has more meaning to it than just everyday life. So you're you're hunting for goodwill. Yes. Yes. Okay. I would think that you're hunting for a good bargain and a goodwill. Ugh. So it's just like, the title is bad, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bad I, title. I, th- I think titles that rely on, like, the character's name to make sense, you know, a character from the movies, Mm -hmm. if they're not famous, so, like, Jackie, that works. Right. You know, it's Jackie Kennedy. Mm Mm-hmm. Stuff like that works. Yeah. Good Will Hunting, if you don't know his name is Will Hunting, and even when you find out his name is Will Hunting... What? No, yeah, you find out his name, it's like, Good Henry. (laughs) Like, what? Just don't be a bad Henry, be a good one. Yeah, it's just like, so... It's like a dog. He's a dog. Good will hunting. Oh, nice will hunting. Good boy. Who's a good will hunting? Oh no, no that's terrible. Wait, okay, okay. This is this is it. This is it. Will hunting is a bad will hunting until Robin Williams turns him into a good will hunting. I feel like that's the elevator pitch for the movie. <laughs> but... Robin Williams turns him into a good will hunting. Yeah. I feel. I honestly feel like that was like the summary that they gave Harvey. What's his name? Weinstein. Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. I I don't know. Yeah, that's you're, what... you, you're the movie expert. Not really. Not really. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a casual movie fan. Better than me. Yeah. Except for the trivia notes. <laughs> Except for the you know all the trivia notes. All right. So Goodwill Hunting. Uh, not a recommend. <laughs> Wait, no, I mean, after it was done, I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. I see why it's a classic. Just skip Stick. skip the first five minutes. <laughs> Nothing else will make sense, but the, not five minutes, like 20 minutes. Yeah. I, at a certain point, it just becomes, it's everyone in Goodwill, <laughs> everyone in Will Hunting's life gets a chance to give him a dramatic monologue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just... Every character is just building up to their dramatic monologue. Pretty much. This is my Oscar moment. Oscar I'm moment. I'm gonna give it to you, Will. Will's gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you. That's a song. Oh, Don't worry God. about it. It's a rap song. X is gonna give X it to you. X gonna give it to yeah. you. Yeah, all right. Don't anyway. Give... <laughs> that was in Deadpool. A yeah, great movie. That was in Deadpool. That was in Rick and Morty. It's it's popped up in a lot of places recently. Okay. Yeah. What else we got? What else we got? AI. Hey, what do you want to talk about AI? What about AI? I don't know about AI. <laughs> Jamie, before we started recording, like, let's talk about AI. I'm just like, what? <laughs> okay, well, okay, start from what we know. AI is a acronym? Anagram? Acronym? <laughs> for artificial intelligence. And it is quickly becoming a huge staple in lives in general. Like, okay, I saw this Amazon's Alexa which is like the pyramid thing that overhears all of your conversations and listens to you 
but there's been some concern about whether or not that's going to become dangerous and how uh, Amazon and by proxy Google, I guess, people are worried. The will, Google Home box? Yeah, will harvest your information and just collect all this data about you. But I read that it, it records 60 seconds so that it can search it for its wake word, Alexa, or Echo, or Amazon, whatever you pick. And then it keeps rewriting over that 60 seconds. So conceivably, there's just a minute of your life. Yeah. At any given moment, that past minute is available for stealing. I'm... I'm... I mean, we already live in a world where the the FBI's official stance on webcams is to tape over them when they're not in use. Wow. We're living in a world where we have to, you know, Google is, unless you opt out of it, Google tracks your every search mm-hmm. to use for their, their ad sense, you know, so that the ads that you see are tailored to you. Yeah. So it's it's not unfathomable to to think that these companies are giving us one line and doing another thing where they're not taking our personal data, mm-hmm. but maybe they're keying into what we're saying to maybe Amazon tailors its homepage a little more closely to you just from listening to your yeah. conversations. I think, I, I don't know. I mean, I know Facebook does that. It'll change its ads that show up based on your recent Google searches. So there's some information exchange there. But I think there's a difference. People can be guarded to an extent about what they type into their computer, but it's impossible to constantly guard what you're saying and just what you're doing in your life all the time. So that's just, I don't know. It's like a little bit daunting, but then it's so convenient. I, I don't even know what they do, though. The the Alexa is just like, Amazon, order me some more Amazon yep. bread. Ex- exactly. Amazon bread. That is its sole function and purpose. Um, Conceivably, if you... Okay, say uh, if you fell down and you couldn't get up. Oh, so it's a life like alert. Like life alert. You could yell, Alexa, Alexa. call 911. Or like you cut off your hand and you can't type 911 into your phone. Well, because you can't you hold scream, the phone. Alexa! Because you can't hold a phone and then type with your nub because it's bleeding everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, And no. you're stressed. And you turn to your dear friend Alexa, who is your only source of sanity in this world, and say, please... Dear Alexa, I'm going to bleed out. Get the authorities here immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's when we saw, like, in the, the Disney movie Smart House and stuff like that, the AI that's built into your home, mm-hmm. when we saw stuff like that, it looked neat and it looked cool, but I never thought of a corporation being attached to it. But of course a corporation would be attached to it. Yeah, because there's got to be someone to develop it and fund it and put it everywhere. And also profit from it. Yep, because so... that's what the world is. And, it, you know, the big names that are here today are going to be the big names that are they're going to stick around in the future, presumably, even mm-hmm. though Amazon has yet to turn a profit from really? it, just its website. Oh. Yeah. They still operate at a, at, a, at a deficit. A deficit? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, when you charge 99 cents for books and you don't give authors any money, mm. you don't make any money either. Okay. I've got mixed feelings about Amazon. Eh. But um. But the drones, Henry. The drones are coming, and they're bringing the Amazon bread. <laughs> Alexa, please send a drone with your finest Amazon bread. Alexa. I feel ticklish in my tummy. Peckish. Peckish. That's the word. Dang Alexa, it. cut up my Amazon bread and make an Amazon sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And then it's gonna be all right, Mister J. I'm gonna cut it, Rosie. I don't know. From the Jessens. Nope. Rosie from the Jetsons. I don't. Oh. I'm sorry, did this just compromise this relationship? You never watched the Jetsons? I've never watched the Jetsons. What about the Flintstones? I have seen probably a grand total of three episodes of the Flintstones. All Henry, right. I didn't grow up with this highfalutin multi-channel TV stuff. Well, uh, I'm just, I don't know. For a second there, I thought you were too young. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, don't know the Jetsons? You don't know Mr. J? Oh, man. I said sprockets the other day. I thought you were just yelling sprockets. No, you had a box full of sockets, and I was yes. like, oh, sprockets. I thought you were just being silly. That's, what, that's what you do. That's what Jets, that George Jetson works on a sprocket company. Okay. They make sprockets. Sure. Okay. Okay. 
I'm sorry. No, I it's literally fine. don't know. It's okay. It's great. Um, so uh, your, your whole world is over now. No, it's I don't fine. know the Jetsons. Are you at least excited for the Power Rangers movie? Yes. Oh, oh God, it's gonna be awesome. Did you Did you watch? <gasps> It's gonna be so cool! The trailer is freaking cool! Oh my god! Like, they started to morph, but you didn't see how they were gonna morph. It's a tease! Did you, uh, did you watch the show as a kid? Yes. Alright, alright, that's fine. That's fine. Best movie, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Once they started to get into the, like, Power Rangers beast mode and all that stuff, no, not good. Well, yeah. Original, the best one. Well, I mean, it's because, you know, the Japanese show, of course, kept iterating. That's what Japanese shows do. Right, right, right. And so, you know, the American ripoff had to follow suit. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. But okay, when I was four, I asked Santa Claus to bring me a yellow Power Ranger doll because Trainee was the coolest one. Okay. So I mean, agree to disagree, but okay. Hey, okay, yeah, the coolest. Leave, leave me alone. I mean, it um, wasn't a Triceratops or anything, but that's psh, fine. Psh, psh. Saber. Cat. Saber cat. Saber tooth. Saber tiger, tiger cat. Yeah, okay. She was yeah. so cool. Anyway. And that's not even a dinosaur. What? It's ancient. They, they didn't even coexist. Shut up. I'm telling a story. All right. You... I asked Santa to bring me this doll. And at four o'clock in the morning, my parents, who are laying in their bedroom sleeping, hear this tiny shout from across the house. <gasps> a trainee doll. He got me a trainee doll. Footstep, footstep, footstep. Run, 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 run. Shake my mom awake. Mommy, mommy. Santa Claus brought me a trainee doll just like I wanted. And then mom and dad decided that we would be locked in our rooms until 8 o'clock in the morning when they were awake on Christmas morning. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's all my fault. You just couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. I had to get her. She was awesome. So wait, was this like an action figure or like a doll doll? Like a like a slightly smaller than Barbie sized doll. Oh. So no kung fu action grip? No. Posable though. With hair you could brush. Did she have a helmet? Yeah, she had a helmet. How did her hair go in the helmet? It came out the back. That's not how it was in the what? show. I know, but she was cool and she was oh beautiful. Oh my gosh, sure. I okay. Loved it. My sister got the Kimberly doll, but not as cool as mine. Well, no one, I mean, the Blue Ranger was the coolest. He was pretty awesome. Yeah, he had a Triceratops. That's your favorite, because you like dinosaurs. I like the Triceratops. <laughs> Let's okay. get this straight. Okay. I like dinosaurs, yes. The Triceratops. The, the Triceratops was the best. <laughs> okay, I believe you. You should, because mm. that's a fact. Yeah. Speaking of facts, what? we're about out of time. Oh, no. Yeah, this has gone by really quick. Okay. 30 minutes is not a lot of time. No, it's not. But that's fine, because it'll be okay. Okay. All right. So. I mean, I mean, this is, it's very tragic, because once we turn off the microphone, that's it. No more talking. Yeah. No I more mean, talking for the rest of the week. No more conversating. Anything you want to get out before uh, we, we we start wrapping it up? Did you take out the trash this morning? I did. Great. Okay. I did. I, I actually, yeah, I put it next to another trash bag. I hope that's what I was supposed to do. Perfect. It seems like your neighbors don't put their trash out. Eh. All right. Well, I'm glad, glad you got that. <laughs> Very important. Um, so here on Zero Credits, Less Than Zero, we like to do a little plug at the end of the episode. Do you have anything to plug? Go see La La Land, because it was awesome. All right, La La Land was awesome. Uh, Jamie's not affiliated with the movie at all. She just <laughs> wants to plug it. It was great. It was really, it was it's a really good movie. Um, I could t- I could talk about that for hours, but I won't. I'm we just can't. Saying, just saying it's great, and yeah. uh, you, it deserves a watch. All right, and uh, so if you want to... Get in contact with John or I or even Jamie. Uh, she won't read any of the messages, but we'll pass it along that she was mentioned. You can get, contact us by email at zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get to us on Twitter at ZCPCWHJ. And uh, what does that stand for, Jamie? That stands for Zero Credits Podcast Withholding Henry's Jazz. All right. That's right. Uh, Zero Credits Podcast Withholding Henry's Jazz. No, no swanky music for Henry. No swanky music indeed. And that was a La La Land reference. So now you, now you have to. Mm, you got it. Because there's, you, you got it. Um, and lastly, we are on Facebook. What? Yeah, we're on Facebook, where you can search for us at Zero Credits Podcast. That's us. Yeah. You can leave a review. You can leave a comment. You can... Those are the two things. 
You can like our statuses. Poke them. You can poke us, I think. Maybe Jamie just said it. I'm just rolling with it. She's physically poking me now. That's, they can't do that. They can't do that. Well, sucks for them. All right. Well, Jamie's going to abuse this poking thing. It's starting to tickle. And, uh, and, uh, I suppose John is either before this or after this. So (laughs) either (laughs) Raph. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we're going to be back to full capacity soon. I hope you've enjoyed this less than zeros, and uh, that's gonna be it for us. Yay! Uh, say goodnight, Jamie. Good night. Good night. What if they listen to it during the day? Say goodbye, Jamie. Goodbye. Goodbye. Why are you singing? Because goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye. No, I, I, I know you're new to this. What? I say the last thing. Oh, oh, sorry. I say the last thing. Okay. All right. So, so get out anything you want to say now. I'm giggling now. <laughs> You're just giggling. It's gotta stop. No more giggling. All right. Jamie, Jamie. I say the last thing. All right. Good night, y'all. Today's episode featured the song Underclocked by Eric Skiff at ericskiff.com. It's gonna be good. Gonna edit out all the stuff that makes me sound stupid. Scoot! Scoot! This is my scooting noise. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another Less Than Zero. I'm your host, John. As always, well, I I guess as always for this week, Henry's still doing his thing, often lands unknown, trying to to ply his trade, trying to get his name out there, and until then he's pretty destitute. But, uh, for right now, I have a pretty special announcement for you guys. Um... You know, the thing with Zero Credits is we're always looking to, to like Henry's doing, get our name out there, and secure funding. Because the only way that we can continue to exist is through money. Money is the, the key to happiness, as you're all pretty well aware, you're human beings. And for a long, long time, we've been looking for some kind of way to, to fund what we do here. And exciting announcement... I reached out to a few different companies, and I managed to get in contact with a representative of one of these podcast advertising agencies, and it's a pretty big one. Now, he wanted to see if Zero Credits was something that he'd be willing to take under his wing, so to speak. So, I thought the best way for him to get an idea of the product we offer is to offer for him to be interviewed. Him or her, I'm sorry. That leads into my next point. This interview is purely under the conditions of anonymity. This person cannot be named. However, I have deigned to call this person uh, Thrasymachus. Uh, I haven't read a lot of Plato, but uh, it sounded sounded pretty nice. So uh, if you wouldn't mind going ahead and uh, just introduce yourself. Well, yeah, I suppose it's kind of a novel idea to have a... I mean, you could have just sent me a demo or a, a, put your reel in the mail or sent me a link in an email, but uh, it's kind of quaint, I suppose, to have me uh, be a part of the, the show, your, your little show here. Uh, so it's it's kind of like a, a Seinfeld vibe. Is that what you guys are doing? You're kind of like a show about nothing or... Well, uh, it's, it's not really a, a show about nothing, so to speak. It's, we get together and we discuss, you know, problems in our lives, things that we think are maybe philosophically important. But the, the biggest draw of, of Zero Credits is that every day we try to 
create a platform so that we can speak and maybe people will hear us. They'll hear that, you know, these two people who aren't necessarily experts in a field, they're out there, they're talking, they're becoming informed. You don't necessarily have to be famous or an expert to talk about a topic. So that's, that's kind of what we do. Well, yeah, I got into the business about, uh, 35 years ago, I guess, uh, back when it was still radio. Um, I worked with, uh, uh, Flying Mike and the Morning Crowd on uh, San Fernando. Uh, that's where I got my start. Sweeping studio floors and uh, getting coffee. Back then it was plain coffee. There was none of this, you know, latte BS. Can I say BS? Uh, and we, uh, but I worked my way up from there, you know, and made the transition over into to the podcast world. And now I've got a, well, I mean, you, you can Google me. I've got to get kind of an empire going, um, and uh, milking this milking this teat for all it's worth. Well, um, I I appreciate the the, the history lesson. I know that uh, you know an important man such as yourself probably has a, a lot of things uh, going on. But I was I was thinking we'd talk more about you know zero credits and its its place within your organization. No, I wouldn't have done that. Um, that's, that's, that's just not my style. You know, uh, what I, what I try to do is I, uh, well, uh, and I kind of coined this, uh, this phrase, but I, uh, I like to take the bull by the horns and, uh, you know, make no bones about it. I will, if I want a thing, I will go in there and get that thing. So, you know, I, you did get me here. I'm in the studio with you. We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens after that. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is, I think that the conversation that our listeners want to have is is about zero credits, and I don't mean to sound narcissistic. I just think that that's maybe what we should be talking about. I I know that your your history is is probably fascinating, but I just want people to maybe hear about the future of this podcast because honestly, without some help, I don't see it going many places. I mean, we have a good product, we just don't have the money. Well, I, uh, I went there once, and uh, uh, didn't like it. I didn't have a good time, so uh, kind of wiped the dust from my shoes as I was leaving and haven't looked back. But I, uh, I'd i be happy to, you know, I don't hold it against you, but maybe look at a moving elsewhere. Moving elsewhere physically or moving into kind of a, a different frontier of podcasting? Because we thought about that. We, for a little while, we were thinking about becoming like an arcade games podcast. You know, the whole insert, zero credits, the credits. It was a thing we were working with for a little while, but I don't think there's a huge market there. For a little while, um, we had thought about becoming a music podcast, but Henry doesn't uh, listen to music. So it would really only get us so far. I, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting out in the weeds. Let's just talk a little bit more about you. I know that you've uh, bankrolled, if you'll pardon the verbiage, a few really big name podcasts out there, a few big hitters, a few, uh, I don't know, let's say WTF with Mark Marin. I don't know if you did that one, but it's of, of that caliber. Could you maybe... Talk a little bit about the projects you've worked on. Well, I'll answer that uh, thinly veiled uh, begging slash flattery with uh, an anecdote, if you will. Uh, you know, Phil Donahue once told me, you can't steal candy from a baby if it doesn't have matching shoes. And that's uh, that's been my motto in the business world, and that's how I've uh, climbed the ladder, tooth and nail, to get to the, the top of uh, that podcast mountain. Is, uh, is, is, is that a, is that a podcast? Is that, I, I'm afraid I, I don't understand because it, it just seems like you're sharing more anecdotes with me. I'm, I'm kind of looking for answers. Um, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, could you, uh, could you talk about maybe some of the people you've worked with along the way? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's the big three. There's, uh, there's me, uh, Sagittarius, there's, uh, Scotty Ox, and then there's uh, there's the the after dark guy with the points, 
Uh, he's got a big one, uh, with the, the nurdles. And, uh, you know, that's, those are the ones you want to look to if you want to get something done in the podcast world. That's, uh, you got to start there. And I, you know, I'm, I don't think it's bragging to say that you came, you picked, you went to the top first. I, um, so you've worked with yourself. Do you have a podcast? I actually, uh, would prefer not to give that out. Uh, I don't, I receive a lot of fan mail and, uh, I'm tired of, uh, I've had a lot of bad experiences with that. Uh, no offense, but I just, uh, I don't feel like I, uh, we're at a, a place where I can give you my personal number. Um, so a podcast is something you, you download on the internet traditionally. Um, you don't really need a phone number to, uh, to access it as such. But, uh, I understand, uh, being reticent. There's a reason that, uh, me and Henry only use our first names on the podcast. We don't want people out there sending us mail or giving us things in, in person, like, um, gifts or, or sweets or various treats or just just things or money i we don't want people like sending us money in the mail because uh you know our listeners would probably be there for us um do you have any crazy stories about the uh the listenership on your podcast i know like you said uh you've had some bad experiences so maybe you could furnish me with a few of those well to answer your question uh uh Yes, there have been uh, quite a few. I know, I mean, as a side note, Jack Reacher is based on my life story. Uh, I've uh, done quite a bit of wet work uh, in the in the radio world. Um, you think uh, Coast to Coast AM happened all by itself? Mm-mm. No, it did not. Uh, and I know how to get things done, sure. But uh, let's do your show. We don't have to talk about me the whole time. Is this, is this just a straight interview podcast? Do you have something interesting and different about it? Or what do you guys do that's, uh, you know, outside of the norm? What, what rises above the white noise? That's what we call it in the biz. Sometimes we talk about TV or movies. No. Um, well, um, I, I would have assumed that they'd be uh, pretty hot topics. You know, people keep talking about things like, uh, like peak TV and, um, you know, uh, movies are, Something that's happening right now. There are a lot of those. They're, um, they've got superheroes in them. You know, when I was, uh, when I was little, uh, my, uh, my mama, she took me to, uh, she took me to a department store. I don't know if you have, you guys have those, if you've ever seen one, but they're, uh, you get a, a real feel of, uh, uh, the class system when you're there. And uh, that made a real big impression on me. It, uh, made me know that, uh, sooner or later I was going to be running things. And, uh, there's no way around it, you know? Um, well, I, uh, did, did, um, do you like Westworld? No, I've, uh, never worked in the food industry. Uh, never, uh, never waited tables, you know, um, but, uh, I have washed a car too, but that was mostly his favor to, you know, bosses in the radio industry and so forth. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta grease bombs if you want to get things moving. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not sure that's what the, the plot of Westworld is. I'm still a little, uh, a little shaky on it myself and I've, I've certainly never waited a table, but, um. I've I've had I've had some bad jobs, you know. I know the value of a hard day's work, you know. That's and I think that's why it's important that we get people out there and we get people creating, like right here in this podcast, that you should. Sure, family's important, you know, and we've got to have uh, and have babies uh, to make uh, to make new listeners. I mean, that's that's uh, that's my second business motto. It's like uh, get them young, teach them right, and get them in there. I've got stock in Candy Crush and uh, various few others, of course, and you know, diversified portfolio, whatever. But I, uh, I don't really, I don't mean to disagree with you, but uh, uh, it it can be a little janky. Yeah, uh, uh, sure. I I like uh, I like Candy Crush. Um, you know, we've been uh, we've been trying to tone down the drinking on 
zero credits ever since that time me and Henry got really drunk and talked about over the garden wall for an hour and a half. Uh, so maybe cool it on the bottle of scotch, maybe? You know, I think it was uh, Henry uh, Thoreau who said, the, uh, the, the poet who said, uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, bluish, and you don't look a gift mouth twice in the ass. And uh, I think that is why we uh, tried to tone down the drinking a little bit, but you're, uh, you're an important person. You can do what you want. Um, so I once again got out a little bit in the weeds. So how does, like, 5,000-foot view, how does funding a podcast work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh... I can see the advantages of that. You know, I, uh... I wouldn't do it myself. Uh, I prefer... Uh... I'm kind of a one-man show. But, uh... Uh, tweets their own. You know, I don't judge. So you fund podcasts all by yourself? Well, I mean... I wouldn't say that... It, it's all about me. But, uh... You know, once in a while... You gotta... Just for your own, you know, self-worth, do a, what I like to call a checkup from the neck up. <laughs> and, you know, make sure uh, your outlook's right. And make sure the people are, uh, you know, what you're putting out is uh, what you're getting back. But, I mean, how do you make a profit from a podcast? Like, we're not selling anything. The way I made it in the podcast world, and uh, let's be honest, it's all San Diego. You know, they say L.A., but come on. Where's the most radio at? Is, is it San Diego? San Diego. Well, I'm, I'm glad we agree on that. I've never been to, uh, to beautiful San Diego myself, but is that, where the, is that where most of the money comes from? What's in San Diego that is profitable in this venture? Oh, well, yeah, most of your ad revenue is going to come from your, your, you know, your top tier, uh, what are your, uh, what are your... Hipster demographics, you know, you most of your podcast listeners are, uh, you know, uh, somewhere between the age of, of nine and, and 53. And, uh, you just want to target something that hits all of that. Something like, you know, toilet paper or, uh, you know, electricity. Uh, those are, those are some good ones to, to make sure you get a blanket spread. Blankets are good. And, uh, I mean, that's a pretty wide demographic. Um, I think that ours is more in the 21 to 21 and a half range. So what could we really do to kind of punch up to kind of bring our podcast up with the big guys in terms of ad revenue? What could we advertise? Yeah, well... That's where that's kind of a rookie mistake. It's less of a problem with audio. You get you get into that with video, and that's really why I don't touch it so much. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're gonna. It's not a big, not as big a problem uh, when you get into the audio world and you're sticking uh, straight up with uh, the the vocal soundings of the human human vocal cords. I um the vape smoke is getting really thick in here right now. Um, so did you have a, did you have a problem with smoking or using to, to quit smoking? What's going on there? Well, yeah, yeah, we want to go down that avenue. Um, we can talk about that for a minute. Uh, I'm not a religious man per se, or woman, uh, per se, but, uh, I, uh, you know, I think to each their own. I don't judge anyone for what they believe. I, uh, I, I practice my own my own private way, and, uh, uh, I, 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 maybe we leave it at that. What, what, what are you? I mean, you started it. I mean, I, uh, I don't vape myself, and I, uh, I smoked for two months, I think. No, six months. Something like that. I don't smoke, don't vape, don't do any of that stuff. Um, but I also, uh, I'm not particularly religious, as has been, uh, talked about on the podcast, but I, uh, I don't feel like this is, uh, the right avenue to kind of ask me, quit. look, I, I just, I just want to break this down in the simplest terms that I possibly can. I feel like 
we've been beating around the bush, and I, I gotta go where Henry can't. I have to step up to the plate. I have to, I have to be podcast dad. I gotta ask you: Are you going to fund zero credits or not? Oh, uh, I apologize. I misunderstood the question. No, I have not seen Religulous. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Bill Maher. Uh, we tried to get him in on a podcast early in the in the early days, and, and just uh, you know, too uh, too bulbous. I, I think bulbous is a good way to, scri- to describe Bill Maher. Uh, I have really enjoyed his uh, his new podcast, uh, Not Quite Real Time with Bill Maher. Uh, but I mean, I, I guess if he has uh, if he has bulbosity problems, I can understand why it might be difficult to work with. But we need money. How are you going to help us get money? Oh yeah, no, you you definitely want to be edgy in this business. Uh, if you want to stand out, you got to be edgy. But you want to be edgy, family friendly. You know that's how it's gotta you gotta get that balance like that. Uh, that kitty crack, kitty crack in the mornings. Uh, he's really good. Uh, he's got a good, good, uh, good head on his shoulders there for, for, for that balance. You know, it's really important. There's an art to it. Uh, you know, who else is really good at that? Is that, uh, uh, who's the new, not Bill Nye, the guy that replaced him, the three names and the, uh, all about everybody's up his ass about cool, how cool he is? Uh, Edward James Olmos. Yep. Uh, he, uh, uh, he, he, you know, he knows how to, to reach an audience and, and, and really, uh, kind of, uh, grab that attention and hold on to it. And that's, uh, he's, he's actually one of, uh, one of my bigger clients. Yeah. I mean, what better way is there to get kids interested in space than to pilot a spaceship and, uh, fight robots, I guess. So you're talking about this like kid friendly, edgy energy this kid frenergy um i just need a better way for us to kind of internalize that because you know i'm going to be totally honest we we're pitching for the low seats we get a lot of profanity we drink sometimes sometimes we talk about spider-man so what what can we do to kind of bring the edgy down and the kid up I mean, sure, you know, depending on how old she is. That's, uh, that's t- terrifying. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what you thought I was asking you about, but that's not, it's not exactly uh, what I was going for. Um, I've, I've heard the things about business types. Look, it's, it's fine. I just, we need energy. Me, me and Henry were like two bumps on a log, like two... Big log tumors that are talking about Derrida. Uh, do you know who Derrida is? Bottom line, get somebody famous. You know, you're gonna want to have them on the show. Uh, famous guests, uh, famous call-ins, uh, you know, famous, uh, famous, famous commercial voices, maybe. Uh, some voice actors in there, of course. They, uh, they can do all them fun characters and so forth. Um, could you could you expound on that a little bit? I wouldn't say no to it. Well, I'm, I'm asking you to 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 expound on it right now. I I expect you to say yes to it. So if I mean that's an implicit yes. If you're saying I wouldn't say no to it, then by admitting the yes, you're saying yes. So would would you mind? Yeah. Yeah. I uh. I once had a box of human hair sent to me from a fan, and I, uh, at first, you know, of course, I was a little nonplussed, uh, there with my wife and mistress, and we were confused, uh, about what to do next, but then she suggested maybe we make a football, and, uh... You also invented the Nerf football? Because I, I don't know if our listeners are aware of this, but the first, uh, Nerf football was a ball of human hair shaped into a football with a lawn dart shoved in the back of it. It was pretty ghastly from all the uh, file footage I've seen, but apparently it flew so far. And even 
Remember back in the 90s, they had those Nerf footballs that would whistle through the air? Uh, this one whistled too. It was just more of a, like a wet whistle, which is actually where the expression wet your whistle comes from. But uh, once again, neither here nor there. I do like to get off topic sometimes. But you, you said voice actors and that those are important to have on a podcast. Could you explain why that's important? Um, uh, yeah, I like listening to the local weatherman as much as the next guy. I don't appreciate the condescending tone, though. Uh, I didn't have to go to college to get to where I am. Uh, I did, but I didn't have to. And, uh, so I don't need you over-explaining things to me. I wasn't necessarily trying to over-explain. I mean, as as the inventor of the original hair nerf football, I imagined that you would know enough. I was just trying to explain to our listeners, is that something I need to do less? Do I need to explain things to our listeners less often? Do I need to, as Del Close once said, treat my audience like geniuses and they will not disappoint me? Is that what I need to do? Well, all right then. Is, is um, you'll have to uh, pardon me. I'm not sure if that's a if that's a yes or a no on uh, whether or not I should be explaining things to our listeners. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna assume that's a yes. Uh, so listeners, I'm I'm sorry if I've been condescending to you up until this point. I. Look, you're all you're all geniuses. You're all listening to zero credits, so I know that you're the smartest uh, little apples in your apple patch. But look, it's zero credits. It's not a lot of credits making fun of you. So you know, just I want you to talk to us. Maybe is that is that a good thing to ask? Like, have the listeners communicate with us? We don't communicate with the listeners. Well, of course, I've done. Uh, I mean, I don't do it as much as I used to, you know, I'm busy with other things, you know, these days, but, uh, I've, uh, as much as the next person, I've, uh, I've, I've dabbled, you know, I, I, I knew early on, kind of in a Lauren Michaels kind of way, I knew that my place was behind the scenes, not so much behind the mic, and, uh, you can tell from my voice that I, you know, it, 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 it can kind of grate after a while. I know that. I've accepted that about myself, you know. You don't have to call attention to it every five minutes. Maybe not condescending to the listeners and listening. I'm not necessarily talking about you. I mean, for this podcast, to make this podcast marketable, I'm just trying to, to get, like, steps that we can take. You know, to make the podcast better. And I, uh, pardon me if I'm freaking out, but we're... We're, we're kind of running out of time, so I'm trying to hammer down as fast as possible, you know, the, the things that we can do to make it profitable. And you still haven't given me a straight answer as to whether or not you're going to fund the podcast. Now, you don't have to give me a definite answer, but can you, can you pre-approve me? Can you give me an idea of what we might be working with? Well, you know, the best way to get there is, uh, I'll tell you what Elvis told me about, uh, turkey sandwiches. And that was, uh, if you want one, you're going to have to make it yourself. So, what you're saying is if if we want to make it, if we want to make this turkey sandwich called a podcast, we shouldn't be out there soliciting to people, trying to get them to to give us the time of day to to reinforce our worth we should be building our own self-worth we should be making something that we care about and delivering it to people make it for ourselves don't make it for fame or make it for money you know it's it's like uh jim jarmusch said uh ain't nothing to it but to do it ain't nothing but a peanut you know it's like, uh, like I said when I interviewed to be Warren Buffett's life coach. Uh, I'm here and I'm not leaving till you give me that job. I mean, wh- what's your listenership? I mean, I don't like to disclose those details necessarily, but I think it might be about, um, now this is a generous figure and I don't want to blow anyone's socks off of this. 
but I think it might be about five. That many? You guys been doing this for how long? Um, I think we've been doing it for a little over a year, maybe less than a year, somewhere around a year, but I feel like, honestly, I've been doing it my whole life. <laughs> you were barely a twinkle in your daddy's eye. <laughs> well, um, at how old would I have been a, a year ago? What, uh, t- 20, 25, 26? Uh, I, I think I'm pretty well past twinkle age, but... Okay, let's just throw that line of questioning out. Is there anything maybe that you want to promote? Any any products that you'd like the listeners to be aware of and maybe I could check out to get a better idea of your creative portfolio? People recognize me on the street, sure. And, uh, you know, they look, they, they wave me down. They're like, hey, Thedge, can I call you Thedge? How did you get to where you are with no help from anybody? And I tell them. It wasn't easy, but I needed little help from my friend, Paul Newman. He gave me uh, six million dollars in seed money, and uh, it, was, it wasn't much, but it was enough to get me a kind of a little bit of a foothold, and the rest, of course, I did myself. So uh, seed money from Paul Newman, is that is that tomato seeds? I know he, he, grows, he grows tomatoes. Did he give you six million dollars in tomato seed? Oh no, um, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, you have a uh, like a day job. I I have a day job. I don't really like to to talk about it on the podcast, but yes, I do have one. All right. Well, you know, if you're willing to devote and uh, and commit to twenty two, twenty three hour days, recording and recording and recording over and over, and just getting it right and nailing it every, you know, no matter what it takes, you get there and you do it. That's, you know, if you're willing to do that, then, then yeah, uh, you can make it and you can, uh, you can get up there, uh, and, 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 and have, you know, maybe, uh, some listeners. I, um, you know, oddly, I, I think that this was a pretty inspiring conversation. Um, so I'll tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll thank you for your being here. And I'll get together after after we're done with our conversation. I'll kind of wrap up and have some some thoughts for our listeners uh, about what we learned here today. And I think that I think that I learned something. I think that I see why you're the man you are. I think you've given me the tools that I need to succeed, and I, I thank you for that. You know, it's funny. I've been. Uh... I'm pretty much glaring at you through the from the shadows over here. I don't know why you got the lights off of me. Nobody, it's you know, there's no visual. Uh, but uh, you know, I've been, I've been taking the piss out of you this whole time. I've been giving you a lot of a lot of shit, a lot of a lot of a lot of piss this whole whole uh, interview, and uh, you know, just to see how you respond to it. And now that I've heard what you said, you know, uh, I can feel like I can be honest with you. You know, you can take it and you can dish it out. Uh, you got a good li- couple good licks in on me. Uh, yeah, I feel like feel comfortable telling you. Yeah, I've listened to the show. I did my research before I got here. You know, I wanted to make sure I wasn't walking into some crazy rape dungeon. And, and it turns out, you know, you guys have a pretty decent product. Uh, you know, a little raw, maybe a little. Uh, maybe you need, you know, uh, a few more uh, credits. And but I, I want to say you got you got something. You know, I'm not sure what it is, but you've, you've got something that, uh, uh, it's like Barbara Walters always says, 2020. And, uh, I, I think that's a, that's a good enough place as any to, to end it, dear listener. I, I think that we'll get to sign some paperwork, maybe talk about a deal, but, uh, bright things in zero credits future. Um, I'll, I'll get back with you guys, uh, right after the jump and we'll, we'll figure all this out. Thank you so much for being here. Sure, anytime. I'll, uh, you know, don't touch my butt quite so much and we'll get along fine. All right, so uh, there you have it, listeners. Uh, like I said, bright things in the future for Zero Credits. Um, nothing's quite figured out yet. Uh, me and uh, Thrag- Thragitarius are going to talk a little bit about it. 
Uh, as always, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com. That stands for Zoinks, Cats, Perhaps, Can't, We, Hall, Just. Or Zero Credits Podcast with Henry John. You can get at us on our email at Zero Credits is a podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email, send us a, a Gmail, but please send us a female. Nope, don't like that one. Um, you can also find us on Facebook using the search bar, because we never figured out how URLs for Facebook work. Send us a poke, send us a like, but please don't send us a spike. Do not send us a spike. Uh, and uh, this is John signing out, saying that uh, if you're going to make something, uh, make it for you. Treat it like a job. Uh, make that turkey sandwich just for yourself. And as Barbara Walters always said, 2020. I will talk to you later.